Whoa, didn't see you there. Welcome back to the Scares, Spooks, and Kooks podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm Emily. I like that Whoa. you went with a, with a jump scare. Really get them right off the bat. Ah, uh, uh, you, you gave me a heart attack. <laughs> I go to a hospital, but it's all terribly overwhelmed due to people not wearing face masks and dying. So you die. Is that the transition there? Yeah, that's a transition. <laughs> we're, we're here today to talk about some death with a, a, a guest, a guest speaker. Why don't you introduce yourself? I guess, damn, you're going to do me dirty like that and just turn it over to me then? Uh, I've invited my girlfriend, Tina, to uh, this podcast, and the topic she wanted to talk about was death. Hi, Tina. Yeah, I'm very curious why you wanted this topic. But if I remember correctly, I thought you were talking about death, so I thought that's what your guys' topic was. I didn't know I had to choose a topic well i asked you what well, what's something you'd want to talk about and you were just like death <laughs> i i honest to god don't remember this conversation i well, think you were too late dinner or lunch at the time and you were just like in a bad mood you're like death the topic <laughs> is death that sounds about right honestly just you're there talking just like oh yeah sure sure hun well i think that's great either way because I have a lot to say about death. Could you have asked me, like, right after Unis Honest ended? Because I think that's the only reason why. Either that or you had brought up death, so I was like, yeah, death. Death sounds about right. Yeah, death is death sounds metal as fuck. <laughs> that sounds like something you would say. Uh, Emily, are you aware of what... Uh... Unis Honest was. No. What's that? So, uh, two YouTubers, uh, Mark and Ethan, they wanted to. Not, not even going to say their YouTube handles. You're just, oh, yeah. Some we don't do promotions two... on this show. Uh, <laughs> a, mis- a Mr. Uh, Mark Iplier and uh, a Kronk Gameplays, um, they uh, decided to have a channel that only lasts for a year they make a video every single day of them trying out something new and then at the end of the year the entire thing gets deleted no matter what um so from the very beginning all the fans knew that it was going to end and it was going to be sad as fuck okay but, uh, i thought you were going to say through. they all they all killed themselves after a year oh oh no <laughs> Um, that would have been one hell of a way to do it, though, you know? But yeah, so they, they, that, that was their plan. Do, at the, they have a year for the channel to live, and then it dies. And then it, 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 it was done as a message of you have, to, you have to live knowing that there might not be a tomorrow. So you got to live life to the fullest kind of thing. Okay. I feel like it. that was too optimistic, though. A live life to your fullest. It was more of a... Um, or enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Don't take life for granted. 
Because mm. things end. Didn't they say? Yeah, they said memento mori. I don't remember what the fuck that means. Because not. I think it's uh, who the fuck knows Latin. So. You will die. Something like that. Remember, yeah. you will die. Remember, you will die. Yeah. That that seems more along the vibe they were trying to do. Not not live life to the fullest. <laughs> I'm not saying live life to the fullest. It's more live life to the fullest. You know? Because <laughs> what else is there? You're going to die either way? Sounds like a very depressing YouTube. So it ended already? Oh, the, the videos were very, like, contrary to what it was about. Like, their first episode was cooking with sex toys. Uh, and then they, they were fairly happy and energetic throughout the whole thing. Um, it felt more like a channel for them to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do, other than, like, besides their usual YouTube stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they already had separate YouTube channels, and this was just, like, a short-term project. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of consumed everything, because making a YouTube video a day for an entire year... Mm -hmm. is not an easy task. <laughs> Cranking out one video for me takes, like, a month. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure those guys have editors and stuff. Oh, yeah, they had, like, a team of editors. Yeah, they, they, they were well yeah, they prepared. they had, like, five editors. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you can't put out a video and you're a single person, but these two people who have, like, five other people at their disposal <laughs> get can put out videos every single day. Wow, I wonder how. Very condescending to do. <laughs> you just need a gimmick. You need a, I'm gonna die in a year gimmick. And then yeah. subscribers will come rolling in. It's all about the gimmicks. And isn't death the ultimate gimmick? I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm trying to swing this <laughs> back on topic. <laughs> we can, uh, I had a, a question for all of you. Uh, what is your preferred way to die? That feels so boring, though. Everyone always asks that, though. No, they don't. Yes! I've been asked so many times, like, oh, yeah, what way would you want to go, you know? But it's always, like... I think in... you're just not giving a fun answer. Well, shit, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry what, that like, I said hundred years anything... Old. In yeah, my sleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry that I said anything but drowning. Drowning her like drowning is a bitch. You pass out and then you like your body wakes you up like seconds before you die because your like whole body is just seizing up and then you actually die. Like you telling me that my body's gonna tap out and then like I'm, my lungs are going to fill with water. And then, like, darn it, now that I'm thinking about what you said, that you keep saying like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, we are all nonstop likers. It's inevitable. <laughs> this is the Valley Girl podcast. We, I, I was talking with Tina about the first uh, couple episodes we recorded and how listening back, uh, I say like uh, and um to just... Uh, nauseating degree yeah i do too hopefully it's a habit we can we can kick eh, i'm gonna i'm gonna lean into it more try to incorporate more ums into my vocabulary just to make it more challenging for myself 
to have to edit them all out. Anyways, like, you know, I just... would want to be decapitated. <laughs> That's my answer. Because <laughs> it would be quick, and apparently you can still like function for a few seconds after your head is off. And I'd like to see what that's like. What that's if cool. what if those <laughs> few seconds are just a horrible, horrible pain? That that's it. So whatever. I mean, death is <laughs> painful. Yeah, all death is yeah, painful. It's oh, death is painful. Like I don't know what else you want to hear. That death is oh you're just there and then you're gone. No, death is painful. Like there's no ifs ands or buts. That's why people try to choose peaceful ways to die, but just like death, just like no, just like drowning, death is a bitch. I feel like put that on a t-shirt. But but I feel like decapitation is such like an unimaginable pain because I can't really comprehend the feeling of just your body is suddenly gone and all your blood is streaming from your brain down out your neck well technically from the medical percep <laughs> perception you wouldn't be able to feel your body it'd be like when people lose limbs like phantom limbs but it instead of a limb it's your body phantom body <laughs> but like i don't know you're just it's just your head like Besides, like, you know, the fact that you got decapitated, like, you wouldn't be able to feel your body. This isn't, your body isn't just going to get up and you're going to be like, come back here. And your body's going to run off hoping to live. It's what, just your head now. What if, what if your head rolls off and then in those final 10 seconds, your nose is just incredibly itchy? Oh, God. See that? That would be awful. <laughs> Or like a bug lands on your eye and you can't swat it away. That That's a good point. I need to rethink this. <laughs> I mean, technically, you can blink. It has been recorded that, like, right. that people that have been decapitated, like, they still kind of have some motor function, but only enough to, like, kind of blink their eyes at people. Mm -hmm. But there's no real meaning behind it. Yeah, well, like, there was that one guy who told his assistant... Like, I want you to watch my head after it's decapitated. And if I blink, that means I'm still aware. And he blinked at him. So either that was involuntary blinking and it was a coincidence. Or you, you got a few seconds to make your case. As long as you can communicate it via blinking Morse code or something. I think I would like to die via firing squad. Okay. Dramatic. Uh uh, I would like to um, pick who gets to shoot me out of all my friends. But, like, what are you going to do if someone doesn't want to do it? But they're just like, oh, hey, like, you come to them before you die. And you're like, hey, I have a final wish. It's for you to be a part of the firing squad that kills me. Is this, wait, Wait, I have another question following up to that. Is this like a designated day? Or is this kind of, it's the end of your life, you know you're going to die, and you're like, okay, f you pick up your phone, <laughs> firing squad assemble. <laughs> um, uh, I would say definitely later in life when I'm like, you know, I, I think it's time 
I don't really want to just wait around in a hospital or something. I want a I want a fun, active death. I want a death that people can participate in. Um, <laughs> and, and if if I call someone and they're like, "No, I'm not doing that," well, then they're they're out of the will. Okay, you're, I have you're another riches. question following up to that. What do you have that people are gonna want after you die? so badly that they're willing to be a part of your firing squad. I feel like you you think it's a very bad thing to be part of the firing squad. But I mean, I I'm not saying it's it, a bad thing to be a part of the firing squad, but, like, what are you going to give me, though? Like, oh, yeah, I was a part of this firing squad, but all I got was this lame-ass T-shirt kind of <laughs> shit, you know? I mean, uh, presumably it will be farther along in life to where I actually have things to give. Um, right now, I can offer um, a decent uh, camera uh, and some film equipment, um, but ho hopefully, I would have you know money to uh, to pass on <laughs> by that time. Uh, but I think it it would be a, a it would be like whoa you you picked me to be on your your firing squad. <laughs> Out of out of everyone you know, all two hundred, five hundred people, you you could only pick five to ten to be on your firing squad, and you chose me. Wow! Wow! What a what, what a sentiment! I think you need to focus your energy on making friends with people who are good at operating firearms. Because like, if I was on the firing yeah. squad, you'd be in trouble. You'd have to take like a couple like thigh hits or one in the shoulder. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get it on the first try. Yeah. What kind of firearms are we using as well? Because I can kind of relatively work a like a smaller handgun, but anything else, it's it's asking well, for I trouble. Well, I feel part of it is you need to get enough people to where even if some of them don't shoot well even if one of shitty. them <laughs> yes one of them is at least one of them is still able to hit you in the head i just had a really dark thought right now what if we all just said fuck you jack and we all just shot you in the foot <laughs> i think i think though um whoever whoever gets the headshot gets the most from the will okay but now I feel like it's a competition. Like yeah, it's oh, so your well, death because, is gonna yeah, be but... participatory. I don't fucking know if there's a word for part another word for participation. It's, it's gonna the, be competitive. The whole point of a firing squad is that you don't know who killed the person, you know. So it's like no one has that burden of knowing that they shot someone in the head. But you're like, I, I want you to carry that burden. I want you to know if you got me in the head. Also, wait, are you going to be blindfolded or are you not going to be blindfolded? Also, actually, yeah, no. That's my only question. I feel like I have to do, like, the, the Tom and Jerry blindfold with a cigarette in my mouth, <laughs> even though I don't smoke. But that's just, it's an iconic look. I want, I want photographs at this fire. I like that you associate look. that with Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the first the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> the first thing that came to mind when you said firing squad was Jojo Rabbit, and I got a little sad, even though I know he's a Nazi. <laughs> but still, it, it was sad. 
Okay, so we, we've covered best. Now we have to do... Or no, yeah, we how we want to die. Now it has to be worst deaths. Well, I think, Tina, you said I know, I've already yours, said my worst. So now you have okay, to say your Okay, what's your, your best? My best? You, you guys talk. I need to think now. So, I need to um, think and live with my response. C- communication is the key to a successful relationship. <laughs> yes, you're, you've nailed it. <laughs> uh, Emily, do you have a... A worst death. I mean, I feel like there's there's a whole bunch. This is, but I, have you ever seen that King Kong movie, like the the one from the early two thousands? The one with Jack Black. Yeah, the one with Jack Black. Yeah. You know the part where they're in the cave with all the bugs. Yeah. And the dude gets eaten by the worms, and they like they each have an arm, and they then they eat his head. Yeah. Like that. That would be my worst. <laughs> well, my my question with that death is where would it go from there? Because it, it didn't seem like the worms were tearing him apart. They were all just, like, swallowing him. So is he yeah. just going to, like, eat, each limb is going to start dissolving inside them, but he's still connected, and then his torso will just, like, remain until... His limbs pop off, and then they can more easily get that. Well, the one on the head, I feel like, because it's, like, sucking. So I feel like it would suck out his eyeballs, right? And then, like, his tongue and everything inside the mouth. And, like, his brain would come out his ears. I don't I don't know. I don't know if it was sucking that hard, though. <laughs> was it giving that Glock Glock 9000? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do have my best death now and it's a weird answer but i would either die by starvation or dehydration i feel like that's besides being a little bitch and saying oh i would go peacefully in my sleep you know like the fuck like the cop-out answer that it Uh is you know what starvation and dehydration (laughs) you just want to prove a point you're like i want to prove a slowest death I I really gotta respect that. Someone, if they chose preferred, they usually go like qu- quick and painless. You went slow and agonizing. Exactly. If I'm anything, I am stubborn. <laughs> well, then you like, could. If I'm go- you could pick a message too. Be like, I'm on a yeah. hunger strike, exactly. protesting deforestation, and then you'd get a lot of publicity and you'd be famous. I want my death to be stubborn and also bring me fame. Key components of my own death. Yours is participation and a money Traumatizing prize. Traumatizing your loved one. Yeah, and trauma. Hey, hey, trauma. hey, hey. I'm bringing my closest friends together for a day to, to do, do some, some, fun, um, <laughs> some fun activities. They'll get to know each other afterwards. There'd be like an anniversary, like <laughs> date set, and they would all get together. And yeah, be that's like, just the day that you fucking die, dude. You think people don't visit people on the day they die? <laughs> but no, they'd have like a, a, a small party, and they'd go, "Man, remember when I shot Jack and Guy? <laughs> yeah, I shot. I shot his pinky toe off." <laughs> If we do shoot you, do we at least get to roast you after your death? <laughs> like, because, yeah. Are we talking I'm... literal roasting? Like, cook him up? Or just, like, talk shit about him? 
Either or, you know, we'll see the vibe of the um, firing squad after this. I I feel like... Jack's dead. He can't say anything. I I think I'd be okay with you doing an actual roast of me just eating my my corpse after death. That way I feel like Honey, no. Honey, no. We're not going to eat you. I don't know what diseases you have. At least, like... Feed me to some seagulls or something, you know. Re, re, give my body back to nature. Or something. I mean, we will give your body back to nature, but I'm, I'm not eating you. There are diseases you can get from cannibalism, believe it or not. Oh my. God. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry that I don't love you enough to get a brain disease from eating your human meat. Like, there was that lady on Strange Addiction who ate her husband's ashes, and she would just eat it like a bag of chips at night. It's like, take handfuls of ashes. You could do oh, that. Yeah. There's no disease in ash. How, how many ashes, or like, how big of a thing of ashes do you get? From someone who's dead, because I feel like you don't get the whole thing. You like get like a portion of them. Yeah, so I'm thinking like if it's she got like the portion that would fit in an urn, I feel like that would be gone in like no time. <laughs> I think she was just doing like little like liquor. Yeah, finger little like get... yeah, like finger. You she was microdosing like... her dead husband. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I sprinkle him on food sometimes as a treat. <laughs> It's a treat, special occasion. Just thinking about it now. Oh my god. Uh it was uh her caviar. Yes. No, I don't think I'd want people to eat me. I'm I'm a little uncomfortable with that idea. Well, what about animals? What if your pets ate your body? Um yeah, I never thought about that. Like what if the, we don't find your body in time? Yeah, that's why I don't want a cat. Like, dogs don't do that. Dogs are loyal. But cats don't care. They'll eat you, like, after a day. Are dogs that loyal? Yeah, apparently no, dogs will wait. They'll wait until they're starving. Cats are like, oh, free meal. Yum, yum. So, so, your worst way to die is drowning. Um, Emily's worst way to die is... The um, fictional bugs from worms. King Kong. Um... <laughs> I don't know. There's just so many horrible ways to die. Yes. Um, I feel like my worst would probably be something slow and painful. I don't know why, but my my immediate thought is, have you ever heard of the cabaroo fish in the Amazon? I think so. Are you talking about the dick fish? Yeah, the one that swims up your urethra. Yeah. Just like eats its way out your ass. <laughs> I, I feel like something like that, where it's it's not just like, oh God, this thing is inside me, but also in, in like a humiliating way to die. <laughs> yeah. Death by ass, Eden. <laughs> oh no. Um, I feel like my other worst way would be um, like a... Like a cannibal holocaust-esque impalement. Uh-huh, yeah, because that's really bad. slow. That that could take days of you just sliding down a pole. That's oh, a I, didn't, I didn't even think of that. I thought it would, they just ran me through and I just have to lay there for a bit. But no, the way you said it, I start off at the top and then I yeah. just slowly... Slowly uh, sink your uh, way down. 
I was watching a video the other day about um, the uh, the hell in the Japanese mythology. Um, I forget the name of it. I want to say Jinjuku or something uh, similar to that. But um, basically they have over like 6,000 levels in that hell, each with their own like personal torture thing. Uh-huh. And one of them that they talked about was you they would take like molten oil or metal uh, and then pour it uh, down your ass um, <laughs> until it comes out your mouth. I'm so confused. So like, so so, it, so what it, they're they're funnel, pouring it inside your, your rectum. Yeah, funnel up your ass. Yeah, and then it oil. would go through your entire body until it starts pouring out your mouth. So your entire body is getting burned with molten material from the inside out, starting <laughs> from your uh, ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that wouldn't be great. I'd rather start in the mouth. Just, you know, pour it down that way. Let it go down. I d- why does it have to start with the ass? Why, why do these all start with the ass? <laughs> Is there something you're not telling us? <laughs> I don't know. That's just what they... Jack's most horrible death is just anything that has to do with his ass. I mean, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> it's, it's like in The Dark Knight when the Joker's like, you can't, you can't start with the head because things get too fuzzy. You gotta, you gotta start somewhere else and work your way up. Never thought in 2020 that someone would quote The Dark Knight at me <laughs> again. Feel like I'm in middle school. <laughs> Ouch. All that. We have a loving relationship, I swear. She's just thinking about the firing squad now. Yeah. <laughs> Giving more fuel for that. <laughs> Just waiting, just one day, one day. But I think it would have been really funny if you just gave a certain day, but we never talked about it again, and you forgot, and you're just going about your day one day, and then everyone comes in with guns, and you're like, hey, you guys, what's up? What's going on? And then you... Actually, no, wait. I like that more. I want it to be a surprise. I want to just be like... In my house or like at the grocery store, and then I see one of you um, in the background with an Uzi, and then that's my cue to run. And then it's kind of like a game of tag where you just have to chase me down. I like that. Incorporate some fun into it. Yeah. That way everyone's active. Yeah. We all burn a few calories. It's very healthy for everyone involved. So, so I guess my favorite death has is, is no longer Firing Squad, but the most dangerous game. <laughs> Except you're the you're the victim. You're not the one doing the shooting. Yeah, <laughs> and I I hope you all like dress up for it too. Like someone's in the costume from the Hunter from Jumanji. You're just like good show, old sport. <laughs> Next one's going between your eyes. <laughs> I love this. You need to be rich so you can make this dream come true. Because only rich people... I know they're actually doing this somewhere. This is for sure a rich people pastime. (laughs) It can can also be like a final, like, film or television show 
just watching me get hunted live. Okay. You. <laughs> TV's headed that direction anyways. You can break But now I feel here. like this is like we're just going down the path of the ver of not the verge. <laughs> the purge and stuff where you're going to do this and then it's just going to get super popular for some fucking absurd reason. I thought and then you were going to say Hunger Games. Oh. Hunger Games too. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I say yes to Hunger Games. Fuck them kids, you know? <laughs> no, but instead of kids, it's just old people who are ready to die. <laughs> well, what does the old person that's the last one get? Oh, it's not like we can fucking give them a fulfilling life. Like, they're, they're already on their last life. But, but I think in this version, instead of, like, all the contestants are fighting each other, it's, it's, um, all the contestants are young people who, who, instead of killing each other, they're supposed to hunt down the old people. Oh, okay. I thought for a second you were about to say, like, a single old person, because I was about to say, I could do that easily. Like, not to, not to be rude to... to no, we go, we go in herds. We go in a flock. I am only 23 at the moment. <laughs> so I I do have some time, but I, I do feel old. Being oh. 23 now is like being 100. Absolutely. I feel ancient. I've been getting forehead wrinkles when oh. I like raise my eyebrows, and it's, it's horrifying to me. <laughs> I, can, I feel 80. <laughs> I always find it funny. Because whenever I go down this path, like, talking about old people, like, like, yeah, fuck those old people, you know? <laughs> people are always like, oh, my God, you know? Like, how could you say, the, you know? Like, oh, my God, uh -huh. Tina, you know? And it's just like, okay, calm down there, you know? Like, you act like old people are fucking innocent, you know? Like, Yeah, they no, fuck, they're the worst. Like, yeah. <laughs> if they fucked up the economy, I get to fuck up their lives. It's, it's called equal exchange. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's acceptable to be anti-old person because we're all going to be old people someday, right? It'll yeah. always come back to you. Exactly. I can talk shit all I want now. I'm going to be using diapers someday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, um, when I used to work at, um, at the store, like, all the old people we would get in, oh my god, some of them... And I would tell my coworkers this. I was like, some of them, I swear to God, there there is nothing behind those eyes. Yeah. Like, you, you, like, I, they are on, like, auto mode or something. Because uh -huh. they'll just go about doing their things. The amount of times old people have given me their Costco card to pay for something, <laughs> I'm just... Honey, like, at this point, like, shit, do you even know who who you are at this point? Like, damn. Those people are driving cars. That's, that's the scary yeah, part. Those, yeah, those people are and driving And voting in cars. elections. Yeah. <laughs> and running for president. <laughs> yep. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, you gotta, you gotta give it a rest, you know? Yeah. Like, like. It's just like you gotta know when it's your time to go. If you're just, you just don't even know where the fuck you are half of the time, you know. Like, but oh my god, when I would say this to my coworkers, they'd be like, "Oh my god, like how could you say that about old people? Like, don't you have a grandma?" And it's just like, 
Yeah, I do have a grandma. I mean, she's not as bad as, like, the fucking people I've described. But, yeah, if she got to that point, like, I'd be like, shit, like. <laughs> Time to go, even... grandma. <laughs> yeah, like, is it even okay to, like, for you to be alive at this point? Like, because, shit, it just feels more like you're suffering than living at this point. Like, damn. Totally. Yeah, no, I'm very pro, like, if if you want to go, you can go. And you're old. And you're, like, yeah. sick and, like dementia ridden don't don't force these people to walk around let them be done with the pain (laughs) you know like i get it i get it you know like it's easy to say that but then like people who like oh what if it's your grandma you know Mm -hmm. but it's just like when when you look at it like that like dude like come on like you would you rather like have your grandma live like five more years but like she doesn't recognize who you are. She doesn't know where she is half of the time, you mm-hmm. know, and she's just there, like, visibly in pain, you know, or just, like, dope, doped up on shit, you know? Like, yeah. would you rather her just go as who she is right now, you know? like Exactly. And that's the... No, oh, my God. I, I mean, honestly, it's probably the reason why I brought up death, but, like, I've always, like... Since I was, like, at a young age, I've always tried to have these talks with my parents, but they hate it. Uh-huh. Because I'll be like, oh, hey, like, you know, if I were to die, this is how I'd want things to go, you know? And they'd be like, don't talk like that. That's not going to happen. You know, that's not going to happen for a long time, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just like, if we don't talk about this shit, like, what are you going to do if we get in this type of situation? Like, uh-huh. that, w- that was always my point to it, you know, to always just be like... Like, hey, if I, well, that and also, <laughs> it's such a, such a corny thing to realize, but, like, whenever um, crime shows had that one episode where I'm 98% sure most crime shows had this, it was on SVU, <laughs> so, so, like, I would always just be like, damn, that really has me thinking, you know, but... There would just always be that one episode where someone went into a coma, they had, like, a significant other, but they also had parents, and, mm-hmm. like, they would fight, like, oh, should we pull the plug or should we, like, you know, leave her there, you know? Like, uh-huh. it was just like, oh, but, like, I knew what she wanted. It's just like, you don't know what she wants, I'm her mother, you know? And it's just like that that endless loop and then you just never know what the fuck happens and you're just like damn (laughs) had my 12 year old ass think (laughs) (laughs) she made this very clear pull the plug (laughs) pull the plug honestly i mean at that point yeah you know like if there's no hope for me like just like yeah pull it like i don't want it's just yeah i don't want to be a vegetable yeah i want to be a little and also like uh funerals are such like a financial burden just put me in a cardboard box and send me down the river don't don't financially cripple yourself for me please (laughs) yeah no well no ever since i actually um started um ever since i started like my nursing classes i was like Mm -hmm. i was actually in my anatomy class and they um wait no he didn't have the people come in he was he was telling us himself about it. He was just like, you know these cadavers that we use, and we're just like, yeah, you know. He's like, you guys could be cadavers. <laughs> Damn, you know, you're right. He's just like, 
Yeah, he's like, you know, we use these bodies, you know, we treat them with the utmost care, and, you know, we thank the families, their families, you know, for giving us their bodies, you know, so we can study, so we can continue to learn. And I was like, damn, that sounds fun. And so I was just like, you know what? If I die, you know, don't bury my body. Just give it to them, you know? Just let the kids learn. Let the kids kids play with my... (laughs) Well, no. I mean... I'm not saying it gets really morbid in anatomy classes, but, like, for a second there, you kind of forget that this is, like, a human person that Uh was alive and had, like, a family. So you're just like, give me the heart, you know? And, like, not to be rude, but you're just, like, passing their organs around between your classmates and you're just like, this is really cool. (sighs) You're just, like, messing with it. Well, that's what you have to do, right? Or else you would go crazy. You have to be able to have a sense of humor about it. Oh, yeah. It would be no, too sad know. otherwise. But so, so I, you've 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 held a human heart in your hand. Yeah, I mean, the cadavers. Surprisingly, you don't have them for that long. You only have them for, I would like to say, two or three years after they die. That's and a then, lot longer than I thought it would be. Yeah, I was thinking like, like a week. Yeah, it's like two or three years after they die, and then after that point, like, it's just kind of more like they're more, they're not, like, like, just falling apart or anything, but it's just, like, you put them to rest, you either have them buried or, like, you know, their family cremates them and things like that, but, you know, it's just, like, yeah, like, you know, it's just, like, you're giving back to science, and I was like, yeah, I would like to give back to science. Jack's back. We Whoa. we kept talking. So we talked harsh. about our hatred of the elderly, and then we talked about what we want to do with our dead bodies. Emily wants to go down the river. I'm going to let the kiddos play with my organs. I don't know what I'd want my body. I, I, I think giving, let, give it to a pack of wolves. <laughs> let, them, let them go to town. But how are we going to do it? Like, Is this like a captive pack of wolves, or... Or is someone going to have to drag your body out to the middle of, like, the forest and wait for a pack of wolves? It's going to be like Death Stranding. Um, You just put me on a backpack (laughs) and you have to trek with me uh, through the the Pacific wilderness until you come across a pack of wolves and then just, like, leave... Take, take me off the backpack, leave me on the ground, and then back away slowly and let all the wolves have it. What are you going to do in the instance that the wolves just don't immediately eat you? Like, they just, like, they sniff around the bag, but then they just don't. They just, like, they're like, eh. And then they just walk away. What if the wolves don't want you? What if the wolves don't, don't want you, Jack? I want, I want um, to be acknowledged by some animal that my corpse is tasty. Just buy a cat. <laughs> I think that every time I see someone with a cat, though, I'm like they're they're gonna eat you. Better hope you don't have a heart they're attack. Eat you. <laughs> they're licking their lips. <laughs> but that is actually talking about how what we want done with our bodies. That's an issue these days because like we're running out of fertile soil to bury people in. So especially in Washington, they're starting doing these things called death silos which are just, like, these gigantic silos full of, like, sawdust. And then they line bodies up in between the sawdust in the silos. And then you just kind of turn into compost, and then you're used for fertilizer. I think I'd want to go in a silo, 
is what I'm getting at. That's pretty cool, actually. I was going to yeah. say Death Silo, Corpse Silo. All yeah. pretty cool it's a band great name. names. Yeah. I would very much like to be a part of that, the Human Death Silo. Uh, I, I just imagine a bunch of human bodies being put in a giant blender. <laughs> I, yeah, no, you're not wrong. It might speed up the fertilization, like, de- decomp process. But I'm pretty sure their families just don't want to think about that. It's like, yes, we will caringly love for your families in the death silo. And it's just them just fucking eating bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, there's a limb stuck. Okay, I'm sorry. Just like you just fucking punting like... Like dead bodies that have gone into rigor mortis and just like get stuck on the edges. Oh no! <laughs> but that, but then there's a job created specifically to clean out the blades of the death silo. I think that will be the new like popular job. Yeah, we're we're creating jobs here. It's great. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're vitalizing the economy. You could turn it and just be like, hey, if you give your dead one's body to us. They're technically giving back to Washington. (laughs) All all those, like, um, state commercials that you see that promote the place is going to be one just about death silos. (laughs) It's like, do you want to give back to Washington? And it's just like, don't know how? Contact your local death silo and make your arrangements today. Because you don't know what will happen next. Just like all those, um, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, gotten, like, funeral homes and, like, cremation centers. Like, I don't know what it was, but a few years back, they kept repeatedly sending my dad postcards. Kind (laughs) of like when you do for, like, the dentist where you're, like, you're due for your next cleaning in August. But it's just them just, like... You don't know what's going to happen, Furman. You better answer us. Well, I wonder if uh, having all those bodies as mulch will make just the apples in Washington all the more delicious. Probably. Yes. I thought you were going to go, like, a really weird route where, like, there's just a weird human imprint on the apples. Like, just their faces. (laughs) You uh, you go to pick an apple, and as soon as you pluck it, it just goes. <laughs> the apple trees are constantly screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real thing though. When I was at PBS, I talked to the the founder of the Death Silo because I was trying to push a story about it. But PBS, this was like this is way too fucking dark for PBS. <laughs> We're trying to like save the whales. We don't want to talk about the Death Silos. You gotta go to the death silos now and just be like, hey, I know, it's hard. You struggle like the funerals and the cremation places trying to market your stuff to people. But with my help, I will be your marketing person. We're gonna make this death silo kid-friendly. It's gonna be the go-to place for first dates. What? There's gonna be a mini golf course. It's like the Tillamook Cheese Factory. We're just offering tours and there's a gift shop. 
like a wall with a glass pane so you can see every process of your loved one getting mulched. I mean, would that be the worst for them? Just being like, yes, here is your loved one peacefully going. But this is only during tour hours. Any other time, they're just like, they eat them in. Well, I don't think it's any worse than what they actually do, right? With like, when they prepare the bodies for viewing and they like fucking put makeup on them and like stuff their eyes so they stay open. Embalming is very weird. And we can all thank Abraham Lincoln for that. Why is that? Drop some history on us. So uh, when Abraham Lincoln died, um, uh, for his funeral, they embalmed him so they could keep his body preserved as it was toured across the U.S. And then that just kind of started the trend of embalming after death because people were like wow look look at him he looks so good i didn't know abraham lincoln went on tour <laughs> uh, I, I watched this whole documentary and like i want to say high school or middle school where um yeah lincoln had like a big funeral and then afterwards a bunch of guys um attempted to steal his body from his what, what's it called? Mausoleum? Mm-hmm. Only reasonable. I think they actually did take him for a while, and people didn't realize his body was missing. Um, <laughs> but then through a, a series of wacky hijinks, um, the body ended up going back. They, uh, they opened his um, casket just to see if he was still there, and when they opened it, he looked exactly the same because the embalming process has had preserved him so well. Weird. So this was after his his tour across the country. Yeah, it's like a it's a it's a long um, series of events. Um, it's been a while since I brushed up on it, but uh, I feel like if you look up um, stealing Abraham Lincoln's body or something, you'll you'll probably <laughs> find the story. You're also going to just get flagged by the FBI. <laughs> we should still like do like... that. I want dead presidents to tour across the country so we can all gawk at their corpse. Well, I feel like now it would just be a bunch of people going, they're not really dead unless I see the body. <laughs> and, then, and then when they finally see it and it's been like modified with embalming, they're going to be like, it's a fake body. <laughs> Well, you actually talking about the embalming thing reminds me of, uh, I want to say it's like Puerto Rico, but like they do this thing at funerals where they'll, they'll prop them up now. Instead of just having them in the casket, they'll like prop them up on a chair so you can like take pictures of them. And it's almost like as if they're really alive again. But I just think it's creepy. I've seen the photos and they're just there. They're just like just stiff. I mean, they they did that in a lot of old photographs um, in the U.S. too, because they couldn't really afford to um, take pictures until, like, the deaths of some people Mm -hmm. or something. So they would take their bodies, make them look nice, and then take their family photos or take a portrait shot of them. Yeah. But now I'm just imagining that in, like, today... And it's just like a selfie, and you're just there, just like... It's like a what? TikTok. Just do a little dance with them. Yeah. Or you pop them in the ground. <laughs> yeah, I think this might be our, our best episode yet. Absolutely. 
Maybe even our first if we decide to scrap the other two. God, honestly, yeah, we need, Tina, we need a decision maker. Because I feel like we're just going to keep collecting episodes and then they're just going to pile up. And we're going to be like, too many ums, scrap it. <laughs> too many ums, scrap it, get it I don't out like here. the way I pronounce that word. Cut the whole thing. I will second that, that Jack is indecisive. The main thing she's referring to is whenever, because like usually every night we try and watch at least a movie or a TV show. Mm-hmm. But whenever it's my turn to pick, I will I will go through the entirety of Netflix just to peruse what's available. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm just over here having war flashbacks right now. <laughs> I do that too. There's there's too much. I'm overwhelmed by choice. I have to look up uh, menus for restaurants before I go to them so I don't sit there and stare at the menu for an hour. I'm indecisive, but I'm not indecisive in the way that you are. When it comes down to it, I'll make a choice. I mean, remember when we all went to that horror convention in Seattle and uh, <laughs> all, all of us were too too timid to go up and ask someone for a pamphlet. <laughs> and then Tina just went up and was like, where's your pamphlets? And it's like, over there. Yeah, like, you've, you've done that for me a few times where I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. And you just march up there like the adult that you are take command of the situation i feel like i'm the more commanding one of all my friend groups i may be a little chaotic but i'm still there as as the uh, actual adult yeah we just need you to edit these for us and then post them (laughs) oh yes of course (laughs) let me just take my science degree and just just throw it at this i can't even work jack's computer it's a simple Mac computer, but yes, let me edit these, <laughs> these together. What could possibly go wrong? See, that's the kind of thing we need more of. We need more voices, more sound effects. It's <laughs> the vibe I'm going for. When we're talking about like dead bodies, there's going to be boing. boing. <laughs> uh, in the spirit of of Christmas, we need to each state are a uh, uh, preferred Christmas-related death, e- either turned into a human snowman, choked out with Christmas lights, um, drowned in eggnog. Um, I already have my death ready. Um, okay. My death is being choked by... Um, actually, no, not even choked. Just being brutally murdered by Matthew Morrison's Grinch. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Looking into that man, I only see fear. I think I'd like to be murdered by a child Macaulay Culkin and just have him, like, <laughs> drop bricks on my head and light my hat on fire. <laughs> What's yours, Jack? I feel like I, I would go with uh, just uh, you, you go down Christmas morn, you head, you head to the tree, you see all the presents, uh, you, you, you unwrap the first one, you open it, and then as soon as that happens, the whole house explodes. Is is the present a bomb, or are these <laughs> yes, unrelated? The, the present was a bomb. Uh, but thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Tina, for uh, coming on. Yes, and thank you, Tina. Talking about death with us. That was very insightful. Uh, we will hopefully get back to you all again next week. We still don't know when this is coming out. 
Uh, we might have just talked about Christmas um, in, in uh, February. <laughs> but and... know that Matthew Morrison's Grinch is still going to be out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he... So right now we have Matthew Morrison's Grinch is watching us. Um, Scooby-Doo is in the vents. They're out there. They're watching. But thank you all for braving your fears and coming to listen to us. Yes, thank you.